Hey guys, I wanted to do just a quick little intro to put at the front of this video. We recorded both this week's and next week's episode on Thursday afternoon. And just a couple of hours after we got done recording, we heard the very unfortunate news of Bray Wyatt's passing. And it's just been, um, still, still doesn't even feel real to say. 36 is, is way, way, way too damn young to go. And this has just been absolutely heartbreaking news so if you don't hear us bring it up in this or next week's episode it's because we happened to record them just a couple of hours before we found out but on behalf of big mike we would like to send our thoughts and our prayers to his wife his children and all of his family and loved ones rest in peace wyndham What is up, everyone? That didn't fade like I thought it was going to. Welcome back to the Main Event Heat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sweet Sexy Rob Weathers. He is your other host, Big Mike. Big Mike, what's going on in your world today, Big Dog? Bro, today I have been fucking busy, man. It has been... Uh, man, I'm blessed, dude. I uh, I took a chance, kind of how you did, man. And uh, as many people know, you know, I've been working three jobs, multiple public safety jobs as well as trying to do real estate and i said fuck that i'm cutting one of them out and i'm focusing all my free time when i'm not working at the fire department into my real estate career and it's really fucking helped man i'm really i'm blessed dude and today has just been one of those days where i've been busy and uh hustling man fucking hustling this market and hustling you that's true you did hustle me you called me you was it was it yesterday morning or the morning before <laughs> was it was yesterday wasn't it <laughs> yeah, you had called me and you were like, hey, man, I'm cleaning up the fucking office. You want this autograph uh, Kevin Nash pop that I've got? And I was like, I've got one of those already. Fuck, dude. Well, is there anything you want? So I sent you some money and I said, put together a little care package for me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so uh, hopefully hopefully I've got some neat shit coming to a merch table near you. Check out the next New South shows, next uh, Larry Otto shows. I might have some fun shit courtesy of Big Mike Martin. So... I got some cool shit, man. I'm sending him. Um, it's uh, some of it's boxed, some of it's not. Uh, whatever, you know. I wasn't one of them guys who, uh, who whenever I bought the the basic fucking Funkos, I kept them in the box because why, you know? I have a few that I wish that I kept in the box because because yeah, at yeah. first I didn't care. At first yeah. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm just collecting these, and then I got some that after a while, and I would throw the fucking boxes away, and then I got some yeah. that after after several months. You know, they because what'll happen is they bought these things, and once they put them in the vault, the and they stop making them, the prices on some of them will go the fuck up. So I've got a, I've got a just a regular ass looking Macho Man one. I don't know if it was an exclusive or anything. He's in orange tights. I'd have to look if it was an exclusive. And I took it out of the box, threw the box away. And if I still had the box, that motherfucker's worth like seventy five bucks right now. Same yeah. thing. I've got a, I've got a Stone Cold that came with. Uh, he was the two K sixteen exclusive Stone Cold Pop. Took him out of the box. Last time I checked, he was worth at least 60 bucks. I'm like, damn it. Wish I would have kept some of these fucking boxes. I got a uh, I got an art series, The Rock, that's still in the hard case. Like it came with like a hardcover. Um, I don't know what the fuck that thing's worth, but I never I never fucking took it out of the box. Yeah, I mean, probably the art series ones I don't think get too crazy, but you never fucking know. 
Yeah. Um, Who knows, man? But yeah, I mean, dude, like I, I was big into the pop game. I'm sending you my address because I forgot to do that before. But uh, I'm sending you that right now. But um, but yeah, dude, I got big into the into the pop game. It was one of the first things that I started collecting. And pop game. I got rid of a lot of them. I've I've gotten rid of most of them, I'd say. But I've still got a pretty stout collection. Like I've got. I've got all my just on the other side over here. I've got my my stand where my TV is. I'm down in my basement office right now. I've got all the the Tombstone pops. I've got all the main characters from Tombstone. I've got a Jason Voorhees one from the video game where he's like purple and blue. Uh, I've got two Bluto pops from um, from fucking Animal House, one of my favorite movies of all time. I got Ty Webb from Caddyshack. I've got Prince Akeem and the fucking McDowell's outfit from Coming to America. And what else? Am I, I got an Al Bundy because that's my spirit animal. But then, yeah, upstairs I got some of the wrestling ones. I've got like I've got like a black and uh, black and red Sting, the Wolfpack Sting, still in the box. That one's worth some fucking money. And I'm trying to get him to get it signed. I heard he's gonna be in Birmingham later this year. So, well, what's but, been going on with you, man? You uh, you been doing anything fun lately? You got any shows coming up? I know you got some a break. <laughs> So uh, you kind of just uh, circle jerking each other, you know? Yeah. So, so um, yeah, just to peek the curtain back just a little bit, we're filming two weeks in a row right now because I've got a little break coming up next week, a little much needed vacation because I have been burning it at both ends, just like, just like my boy, big Mike over here. And yeah, dude, today, just like you, I just got home. I had to rush home. I had a business meeting today uh, with my boy, Zicky. Finger can't, popping into those assholes. Man, I wish it would have been significantly more fun than an actual business meeting. But I'll tell you guys this: I can't really talk about what we talked about today. But we're working on something really, really big. And I'll just say this: if um, if you have been thinking about getting into the professional wrestling business, or let's say you're in it, but you're like, man, I really need to take my shit to the next level. Keep an eye out on mine and Zicky Dice's social media because. We're going to have something coming up here soon. We're going to make the announcement within the next couple of months. And uh, it's going to be pretty fucking big. It's going to be pretty awesome. And I think people are going to be really stoked on it. But yeah, I spent hours going over that. It'll, uh, and uh, once it comes out, it'll be on the Wayne Dale's ass app. So it'll, it will for sure. Well, you know what? I don't know if it's going to be this episode or not. You guys will know because I'll have it at the beginning of the episode if it is. But uh, we just, we're, we're finally available for, uh, sponsorship through spotify for podcasters now Big, we, uh, made we surpassed the matt hardy show matt hardy i know you're listening because you're fucking scared you're a scared little bitch who hobbles around because his legs have been bow-legged since he come out of his mama's vagina let me tell you something matt let me tell you something brother i got something for you you can eat my ass we, you got fucking beat on the top charts in the United States by main event heat, two fat fucks, one who's over here smoking a blunt, by the way, and the other one who literally does absolutely fuck all of nothing. <laughs> but does smoke blunts occasionally. No, no, I haven't in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I said occasionally. We'll, we'll but, fix uh, that. We'll fix that next time we're in person. But I will tell you, I was very excited to, to see us on the top charts in the United States. Um, our South Africa and Ghana listeners, keep listening, you fucking weirdos, because we love y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you probably don't even know what we're saying. You know, if we started talking like this right here, you would probably understand us. <laughs> was was that an Indian accent? I don't think that's fucking. 
I, I have no fucking idea how they talk. I don't know how they talk. South African, South Africa is like it's. I've always described it as like shitty Australian. Just how like Australian is just like shitty British. I've South Africans like a shitty Australian accent. Did you ever watch the Lethal Weapon series? Fuck yeah! You remember the one where they had the South Africans? I am of the continent of South Africa. They had that hot blonde chick who was supposedly South African, but she's really British. Which one was that? Oh, fuck. God, which which, which one was, that? was that? I think that was two. Two, the one that I have watched. Two and three, was... I have watched the least. One and four, I've watched way more than so, so two was when they first brought in um, Joe Pesci. Leo. Yeah, yeah they Joe first Pesci, brought yeah. him in. Yeah. And he was being, you know, he was fucking organized crime and shit. That movie was fucking hilarious. I'm a huge fan of all the Lethal Weapon movies, especially when Roger gets fucking sits on the toilet and almost dies of an explosion. Talk about huh? explosive diarrhea. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big Joe Pesci fan. So I love it whenever he's in there, dude. Like his just I okay. think it meshes okay. very well. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, he's just constantly doing I'm just getting out of your way. Like he's constantly in their fucking way. Like I think I think in the fourth one there's like a thing on a boat and they're like fucking pissed off. I can't remember dude. I haven't seen any of those movies. That's the one with the little Chinese immigrants. Yes, and they were they were on Roger's boat. Fourth one, and yep. the fucking boat goes down. <laughs> yeah, damn, Lethal Weapon's some good shit, dude. It's been a it's been a while. I'm gonna have to watch some of that. But speaking of watching, you know, we we were taking we're taking a break from our our busy ass fucking schedules, and believe us, they are busy. Uh, you asked where I where I'll be. I'll talk about that at the end of the episode. I won't bore you guys with that. Let's talk about the meat and potatoes of what we're here for right now. By the time this episode comes out, the day before this episode arrives to your ears there will have been the quote-unquote biggest wrestling event in the history of professional wrestling uh <laughs> aw all in at Wembley. and i don't lo- look look before look that's what they're calling it that's what they're calling it didn't fucking didn't didn't wwe have a thing where they called like edge and randy orton's blow off match like the greatest wrestling match in history and of course it was nowhere near that yeah i don't like taglines like that i don't you like can't tag- polish turd man you don't polish turd so much you call it I, you can call it a fucking you can call it a piece of gold but turd is still a fucking turd all right well we're gonna get into a little bit of that today because they're uh, mike as if you guys haven't been able to tell not a fan of all elite wrestling Myself, while there are definitely some things I can and will pick apart, for the most part, I like what's going on over there. It's a little more my speed. It's a little more wrestling oriented than WWE is. And whenever I say that, I don't mean that they care about wrestling more than WWE. Don't take it that way. I mean that literally hour for hour, there is more in-ring segment time in AEW than pretty much every other show. And that's just because that's just it's what it's what they do. That's why I like it. But with that being said, yeah, I don't like taglines like that. I don't like the whole the biggest wrestling event in history. I don't like that. I've never liked it whenever any promotion says they're doing the best thing. I don't like it whenever any promotion says we're the best, this, that, and the other. But Rob, don't you work for a promotion that calls themselves the hashtag best in the South? Yeah, I'm not crazy about it, but they pay me, so I'll fucking say it as long as they keep paying me. I've never liked that. I've always felt like it's a Bush League thing to do, to say that this is the best or this is the biggest. I mean, when you're a wrestler, it's one thing. You should believe in yourself, but the promotion, like, let's calm the fuck down. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm the 
best and biggest realtor in the state of Georgia. Everybody you have you have man. the best realtor memes for sure. That's because nobody else in your fucking field's doing it. They get on my level, bitch. For sure, step up, and you you're already you're a graphic designer, so you don't have to pay some fucking jackass 150 bucks to turn out a picture for you. You can already just handle that. I'm lined up, man. By the way, that reminds me, I need to ask you to make a picture for me in a little bit. But we'll talk about it off air. Don't even worry about it. But, uh, but does it have anyway. to do with our last episode? Because if it does, no, 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 no. Which, by the way, you know, we talked about this. I don't know if we said it on air. Might, I think we might have talked about it off air. But you had said, you know, in the last couple of episodes, we've had some conversations about porn, and I'm really worried that that's going to turn the listeners off. We peaked at number 53 on the Apple Podcast Wrestling Charts in the United States of America. So I guess it didn't turn too many fucking people off. Fucking sex sales, brother. Sex sales. You so know what? I'm other... going to start doing the podcast with no shirt on. Fuck this shit. Sex sales. <laughs> oh, boy. This isn't good. I don't like where this is going at all. Yep, there it goes. Rip the shirt off. Hats back on. There goes the camera. Let's oh, the rest look at of the my office. fucking storage of fucking... All my goddamn shit over here. I got so many boxes of business cards, it's not even funny. Oh, dude, I fucking... So they get you whenever you make business cards, because like I'll go to make like 100, and they'll be like, or for an extra dollar fifty, you can get another 200 or some shit like that. Oh, I guess that's a pretty good fucking deal. Fuck am I going to do with 300 business cards? I don't know 300 people. I've got... I've got almost 5,000 business cards, dude. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I've I think got, I've got three or 400 upstairs. But I, I send out like 250 fucking mailers with my business cards a month. So Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, but that's, that's the thing. We out here grinding. We are out here grinding. And that's why we are as, not very much, but we are as successful as we are is because we grind. Speaking of the grind. AEW All In. The only reason that they are doing this All In show, the only reason that AEW exists is because of the original All In in 2018, which basically Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks had an idea that we want to put on a professional wrestling show and we can put 10,000 people in the fucking room. Dave Meltzer said bullshit. Cody Rhodes said bet. And that is exactly what they did. They bet betted boat whatever the uh you know what i'm saying but anyway so aw all in is all we 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 owe everything to the original all in event that took place in chicago in 2018 on labor day weekend mike did you ever watch that original all in show no not whatsoever i can't hear you at all no, no, not at all. No, <laughs> no. What? So, I mean, obviously, AEW didn't exist yet. So, what was your what was your reason to not want to watch it originally, or was it just not really well, on your let's, radar? Let's be honest. I'll be honest with you. At the time when it came out, I wasn't even watching wrestling. Sure. Um, as people who listened to my previous podcasts knew, I didn't get back into wrestling until like 2021 when CM Punk come back. Um, so I wasn't. I didn't. Honestly, I probably saw it and was like. Okay, who 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 gives a fuck? Let's be honest. Who who gives a fuck that a bunch of people who didn't make it in the fucking big leagues are trying to put together some bush league fucking pay per view, and it did well. I I fucking I, I fucking ate crow, you know. Probably I, I don't remember. 
I, I remember uh, fucking CM Punk come back, and I was like, I'm back, baby. Fucking wrestling's <laughs> back. But you just you just powdered for years. Dude, for I don't fucking want years. Of Dude, I just got so tired of the Roman Reigns fucking experiment. Fucking oh, that fame. shit was rough. Oh, that Dude, shit was years, rough. Those years of wrestling fucking turned me off, man. And, yeah. and then I come back, and I was like, all right, AEW's not bad. It's not good. <laughs> no, there's definitely they're so hit or miss it pisses me off. I, I wish they were I don't I don't hate AEW to be honest with you. I just don't I don't hate it. Um because there are things that I do enjoy about it. Uh but there's a lot of shit that I don't like about it. But that's a conversation there's, we've had before. I hate the buffet concept. I hate the we're gonna have seven different types of fucking matches, seven different genres. Because that's that's what wrestling is just like with movies, just like with television. There's genres. And we're going to have all these different every like we're going to open you up with a fucking high fast paced luchador match. Then right after it, we're going to have a 20 minute amateur wrestling display. And then we're going to have a fucking hardcore match. Like, let's just pick a fucking lane. I understand that is what they want to do. They're doing that for a reason. You know, that was the idea originally. And all in the original show very much was predicated on a lot of the same shit. The main event was a six-man Lucha Libre match. That's not the match that we're about to watch. Spoiler alert, we're about to watch a match from the original All In. But uh, I picked something that I felt like would be a little more my speed and also your speed. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm with the you on that one. The ladies? <laughs> it, that, there's no ladies in this one. Uh, there was one women's match. It was fine. It wasn't amazing. There was one one, if I'm not mistaken, women's match on the card. But uh, but I mean AEW, yeah. I I actually I I watched the show last night. We're filming on Thursday. I watched the show last night. Um, I had to drive out to the fucking venue to go drop off a wrestler's bag. Who I should bury you on this fucking podcast for not having your shit in your fucking car. But uh, you know, I'll let it go for right now, Zicky. So anyway. so did did, did did he Uber it? Did did he call you and? He Line called a person. He, I should have. I should have fucking went on Uber and clocked in. I tell you that right the fuck now. It's exactly what I should have done. But no, I did that drive for free. Fucking asshole. But uh, yeah, I watched the show last night just because you know my my homie was in the building and uh, will be on. I don't know if it's Ring of Honor or Collision, whatever he fucking filmed for. But did you watch was, it at the arena? No, he asked me if I was going to stay. And to be complete, I mean, let's face facts. I probably could have got tickets for free because I mean. You know, they was, still had a handful left. And, uh, uh, and by were, handful, by handful. They had probably, if I, I looked on the website, I looked on Ticketmaster and it looked like there was at least maybe four or 500. Like there was a couple of just full ass open sections. But I mean, dude, that's how it is. I mean, fuck, dude, you've been to WWE tapings before, haven't you? And the WWE tapings I went to was fucking, the arena was packed. Not me. Whenever I went, when they were in Baton Rouge, they were at the at the raising Baton Kings. Rouge. Well, half the, half, the, half the citizens of Baton Rouge were probably unresponsive in a ditch, fucking overdosed on fentanyl. <laughs> I don't know if fentanyl existed back then. I thought that was some new shit. But no, fentanyl, fentanyl been around for a hot minute. Well, it was probably fucking bath salts. This was 2017. <laughs> we, we were putting the bath sauce in the crowdath. No, yes, bath sauce was big in my uh my neck of the woods over there. But I mean, yeah, dude, in Baton Rouge, like we they play they were at the Smoothie King Arena, or not Smoothie King, um, the Raising Canes River Center, which I think can only fit like six or seven thousand on a good day. They might have had half that. Uh saw them again in Lafayette, same thing. But I mean, also, people are always pointing out how like the side where the hard camera is. Why is there like three sections that are completely empty and curtain off? Because they have to be, because that's where the fucking hard camera is. 
Like that's just what they have. Like any, go to an indie show. We put that shit on a fucking table and jack it up 12 feet above everybody because that's what you have to do because that hard camera also picks up fucking audio. I always find it really hard, you know, to stay hard on camera. Um. All right. So we're we're back talking about porn again. (laughs) Do you know who doesn't? Jason Love. Shout out. But anyway, so but anyway, we're getting off track like a motherfucker here. Let's all watch ends, the fucking match, bro. All ends on the way. In my opinion, probably the best match on that show was contested for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. The champion at the time, Nick Aldis, defends the belt against none other than the Mr. Nepotism himself, Cody Rhodes. And uh, while Cody has become a bit of a meme in recent years during his WWE run, and I'd say towards the end of his AEW run as well. I still love the guy to death. This was a fantastic fucking match. And this was whenever the world of wrestling was as high on Cody Rhodes as they had ever, ever been. And this was super good. Once again, like we said, you haven't seen any of this. You didn't watch the show. I think this was, in my opinion, the best match on the show. And I want to get your critiques after we get done watching it. So, Big Mike, you ready to do this? I'm fucking amped, bro. And we're going to get this set up, and you are going to hear a word from our sponsors. What's up, everybody? This is Wayne Dale, and I'm here to tell you about my app. It is the Athletic Sports Simulator, or ASS for short. That's right, everybody. My app is ass. See, the problem with my old app is I used to show it to people, and they'd always come back to me and tell me the same thing. They'd say, Wayne, your app is ass. And I didn't know what they meant at the time, but I figured it out. What they was trying to tell me is, Wayne, you got a good app. It's one of the best apps I've ever seen. The problem is, you got to change the name. So I did. And from now on, Wayne Dale's app is ass. And we got a special discount for all the Main Event Heat listeners. All you got to do is put in Main Event Heat whenever you subscribe to Wayne Dale's ass app, and you will get 69 cents off of your first yearly subscription. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Dale's app is ass. And we are back. If you would like to watch along with us, if you're listening in the car, don't do this. But if you are on a uh, on another device that maybe you're not watching the video of the show and you would like to watch along with us, you can go to Honor Club, find the all-in pay-per-view from 2018, and it is an hour and eight seconds in is where we're starting. We've got Nick Aldis and we've got Cody and Brandy right now on the screen. Nick looks like such a douchebag. I've been in a room with him a few times, and he does nothing to not make people think that. I can tell you that right now. All right. Anyway, we're going to watch this show. We've got plenty of opinions on both these guys, and I'm sure we'll talk about all of them throughout this. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this match just like I hope you enjoy this match. I want to bang Nick's wife. I'm not banging both their wives, if I'm being honest with you. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get this started. Three, two, one play all right i love this video package so much really, really good. oh nick oldis i want to know who actually made the video package because this i think this is done so well I could have done this. Maybe. I mean, sure. That ring, because Cody had the, uh, he made himself a ring whenever he was ROH heavyweight champion. Made everybody kiss the ring. 
Cody's ROH world title run was really, really fucking good. This shit just screams fucking indie. Brother, that's what this was. This was this is, this is this the is biggest like indie super in history. Indie show, like that's yeah, exactly that's what, what it is. It's the what it's, it's the like. biggest. It, that's it's what it was supposed to feel like. It is the biggest indie show in history. I could have put this. I love that though. I love independent wrestling. You know? Independent too. wrestling is what is what lit my fire back. You know, oh, CM Punk is what did it for you. Indie wrestling and Brandy Rhodes is what did it for me. <laughs> I don't like that she had to get her own entrance before Cody, though. Cody beating them motherfucking walls out on that one. Brother, you know that's the truth. She was like, yo, I just had some music made, so it'd be really cool if I could just hear it in front of 10,000 people for a few minutes. <laughs> Let's see who's in the corner. We got the whole Nightmare family. Tommy Dreamer. We got DDP. We got Glacier. Big pop for the dog. Love to see it. When the fuck was Tommy Dreamer in the Nightmare Factory? Who is it? So this is before the factory ever existed. This was the Nightmare Family. This was just the people that were the closest to Cody. You know. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer wearing the fucking weird ass pants. Same pants he wore when I booked him in Thomaston. <laughs> the, the, the the dusty pants. And, and who would have thought the stakes would be this high for a man who treasures the legacy of his father and a championship that it was so see right here in my opinion I know all of his WWE run has been about finishing the story right it's been about winning that WWE title that his dad could never win I think this was the biggest story right here because that nwa title was the title that his dad not only won won it several fucking times that was the belt that his dad was really known for having so i think in this and this was the best story Hey man, take my dog so I can fucking wrestle. Make sure you don't shit on the fucking ground out here. That's the truth. Since the American Dream Dusty Rhodes won his first ever NWA World Heavyweight Championship. But this is not about the past. This is about now. Living in the moment, I'm getting goosebumps. The American Nightmare. Brandy. Oh, and look at the referee. That's the legendary Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner, king of controversial calls, but certainly the man you want calling a championship match of this magnitude. No, it's not. I want a referee that's not going to take a bump on every two count. First match in front of 50 people in Corrigan, Indiana. There are 10,000 here. And he is integral. The reason 
that they are here tonight. Now look who's in the corner of the NWA World's Champion. You got Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, Tim Storm, Sam Shaw. Fuck's that Davari. ball. Davari. That's who I thought it was. But. Credit due to Nick Aldis. He really he did a great job of whenever he took that belt. No defense, no, no offense to Tim Storm, because I think Tim Storm is fucking fantastic. But when Nick Aldis took the belt off of Tim, that's when due to a lot of the hard work he was doing, that's whenever the NWA name and that world's heavyweight title started getting taken seriously again. So nothing but respect to him for that. Yeah. Who is that on commentary? I don't remember somebody whose voice irritated me so much on commentary. Dude, I've been. The torch he's carrying. It's fucking Wayne Dale. I'm going to tell you what. Let me tell you what right there. But one time I wrestled in Fort Valley, Georgia. He's a man. And I was in front of 40 people. I tell you what, I went out there and I had this old lady with no teeth. She hated my guts. I could have done this right here. I, 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 I could have been in WWE, but they wanted to make me a gay character, and I wasn't going to do no gay character. That sounds about right. This is some guy named Brent Tearing. I have no fucking idea who that is. But I hate his fucking voice. That is the fakest broadcaster voice I've ever heard in my life. The Siberian Nightmare. He's a husky dipshit. Like this. Wolf. He's half wolf. I hate that voice when you can tell they're like they're like pulling their throat in or some shit. I don't know how to really describe it, but it drives me nuts. Bobby Cruz, one of my favorite ring announcers ever. Fucking Hebner. Dude, Hebner fucking like cries whenever they're doing the opening introduction. Like in the middle of the introductions, he thanks Cody for booking him. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I know where you live now. Oh, shit. Well, I sent you my address a little while ago, so. I know I've already started pulling comps on the house. <laughs> They probably listed for about 400K, man. Seriously. No, for sure. And it's wild because it was bought for significantly less than that by the people who currently own it. Don't want to sell it? I fucking hope they do because at some point I think I might I might just want to buy this house instead of go somewhere else. I really like this house a lot. I love that title. What about you? Look at that guy. I know that guy. That's fucking... Who, Sam Shaw? Yeah, yeah. Dexter. And the gloves. Yep. What I know, uh, I know you're like me. You can appreciate a good title belt. Where do you rank that uh that NWA World's Heavyweight belt? How much you like that one? I mean, it's just got the uh the classic 
you know, gold belt to it. Uh, I'd probably rank it in the top five all-time belts. Yeah, it's a good one. It's just, I think just the heritage of that belt itself is insane. So I, I think within the NWA, I've always loved the TV title a lot, and I feel like that's one that a lot of other promotions have ripped off a lot, but I do love that one probably that much less. It's a great belt. This match is for the NWA World Championship. The only way this match can be won is by pin or submission. Uh, I've known you guys for many, many years, and I'm real great being in this match. And may the best man win and take. This is script. Shut the gold. fuck up. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes, brother. In what world do we need to put the microphone in the hands of the referee? That man, what the fuck? <laughs> what in? Oh god, let's give it the fucking scratchy voice and let's get Scott Armstrong in there. Well, I want you guys to have a good match. Whatever you do, I'll have biscuits in the back for the winner. Also, about giving it a fucking scratchy voice and fucking Georgia Independent Wrestling. Hey, you guys, all right, we're gonna have a good match, clean fight. Um, uh, hey, ma'am, on the front row, are you single? Know exactly who the fuck that is. Ten thousand four hundred on their feet here in Chicago, Illinois. Generally handshake. Nick Aldis now working for WWE as a backstage producer. I'm sure he's pissed about that. I think he's one of those guys that thinks that he should be on the top of everybody's cards everywhere, but he's just. I don't know, man. He's kind of he's kind of fucking plain. There's nothing wrong with that, and it definitely worked whenever he was the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. But if you want to be in the WWE, you got to be a little bit more than just you know solid wrestler. Yeah, he's a great worker. He's just there's not much about his character that I like. It's basically just I'm Nick Aldis. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 really is that. I was about to say what character. <laughs> we little Stardust call out. Put his ring of honor, that $10,000 ring, up as collateral. But you know what they say? The house always has the odds on their side. And if Nick Aldis is the champ and the dealer, then he's got to be the, the favorite at least. So I love, I cannot tell you, little things like that, the just like, you know, tapping the hand, just like that little feeling out. I can't tell you how much little shit like that I love so much. Uh-huh. Just to like, like you making it look like, okay, I'm actually having to think about what I'm going to do. That's little things like that add so much legitimacy to a match. Hell yeah. See the t-shirts. We've heard the love. We've felt the love. Now Cody, though, is changing the course, manipulating the wrist of Aldis. Allowing himself to get into a beautiful side headlock. I love that. I love that trying to pick him up out of it. It's little shit that so many people would never think about, you know? And it's it's little shit that a lot of fans probably look at and they go, okay, what's the big fucking deal? Everything. Everything's the big deal. That's why you're not in the business. You know, it's so many little things like that. Big old dick measuring contest right now. Right back to the headlock. All right, these slaps aren't working. Let's go back to the technical shit. Captain him right on the point of the jaw. 
Aldis on the outside. Cody, full head of steam. Primary listening for the dive. Tope suicide by Cody. Wow. He is a man. Fun fact about me. I never say Tope Suicida. His would have to be immeasurable. It would be off the um, right Yeah, okay. I don't. No fun fact. My play-by-play broadcast partner in New South says it. When I do play-by-play, I never say it. It's either a suicide. I might say Tope, but I don't know, man. Just something about the way that Excalibur says it pisses me off so much that I never wanted to. Nick Aldis, if you notice, has been calm, cool, and collected. A straight-up assassin. Driving that lower back. Minimal protection from that do-the-work weightlifting belt. A tribute to his father, his brother. Minimal protection. It's not there to protect, my guy. <laughs> he used to, whenever he first started doing the weight belts, he used to wrestle the whole fucking match with him. I always thought that was weird. I think he would throw it off for the comeback. He is getting battered by the current reigning and defending NWA World Heavyweight Champion. I spent plenty of time with the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I've spent plenty of time around their family, and there's so much of Cody tonight that has taken a different path that reminds us of, of Dream. But right now, Nick Aldis, as I spoke to him in the back, he said he's about his future. You know, he has a household of champions. So as far as Cody, obviously Cody in the WWE now, one of the biggest stars there as we get a cover. Um what have you thought so far about the run of Cody Rhodes in WWE? And do you think, in hindsight now, that he should have beat Roman at Mania? Man, I thought he was so fucking over when he first came in. He still is. I mean, he's still one of the top guys. But, I mean, with what they're doing with the Bloodline storyline, it wouldn't work without Roman being the fucking champ. And I think that is, to me better than what would be with Cody being champ. Now, honestly, Cody's going to win something. He's going to win the fucking title at next WrestleMania, whether it be the World's Heavyweight Championship or the WWE Championship. That's to be fucking seen. We'll find out then. But I, at, the, at the time being, I thought Cody should have won. I was pissed. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Made me want to stop watching because I'm like, God damn, they just keep feeding fucking Roman Reigns shit again. I'm like, God damn. So, I I think, so the only time he's really defended the belt since, has it been with Jay? I think that's the only defense he's really had since, hasn't it been? So, with that one, I don't really think, because I don't think it was really about the title. I think it was more about being tribal chief. Even the post shit with, like, Jimmy explaining why he showed up and fucked over his brother. I don't want you to be like him. I don't want you to be the tribal chief. So, I feel like... I feel like the belt really isn't needed. Like, I still feel like just, and it has a lot to do with the lax schedule of Roman Reigns. I feel like him, him having that belt is he's just holding it hostage. I feel like at this point, he just has it for the accolade. He just has it to say, I've had it longer than Pedro Morales. I've had it longer than, I think he's chasing Hogan's one right now. But like, that's really, other than that, I don't think there's any reason for him to have it. That whiffed. That fucking missed. That whiffed big. Like, props to brother for not wanting to hurt him, but that whiffed bad. Up and over. That was ugly. Those usually are. Those double cross bodies are so hard to pull off. I've seen some guys do it, 
the one that uh, Ricochet and Logan Paul did was great. Well, they're smaller, more athletic guys. Yeah. You got two guys. Well, who- fuck. Cody's 206. But he's, he's a big, I've met him. I've met him. He's only like 6'2". He's only he's like 6'2". You know? He's a big 206. But Ricochet's 5'7". He ain't that. No, he ain't. I think... Ooh, right hands. I think Ricochet's got to be like 6 foot. He's 5'9". Is he? Fuck, that is pretty small. That was... That was some yep. stink. Fucking shut the fuck up. I'm not crazy about this guy. I don't know nothing about him, but I'm not crazy about him. Oh, and Rick Abani says dumb shit like that too. It's so important to have a natural voice, and that's why I don't like Excalibur mostly because his voice is. I hate when you throw on broadcaster voice. It should just be your voice with 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 attention to detail. I this I hate this so fucking much. So there are things about this match I despise, but in the grand scheme of things, this is a very good match, especially to finish. But I hate whenever they throw up the X and they're not actually hurt. The X should never be for storylines. How do you feel about that? I agree. The X, because honestly, it, it it's significant. You know, this is why they did it. But um. Which don't get me wrong, the spot that comes next is is neat. It's cool, but I don't think it was needed. Um, for me, I, I yeah, I fucking hate it. At a Lariato show, we we did the X spot for Bryce Cannon one time. We did a thing where like I think Manny Lemons like hit him in the throat with a chair, and Bob Keller was a referee threw up the X, and I'm sitting that commentary roll in my eyes because I fucking hate that so much. But but I mean, we sold it. I had to get up there and help carry Bryce out of the ring and everything. So. But, uh, yeah, I just reserve that for if they're really hurt. Yep. We do enough playing with people's emotions. We don't need them to think that your career just might have fucking ended in front of them. I didn't realize how long this takes. Okay, but this is why they did this. So here comes Sanjay Dutt. Or not, oh, fuck, not Sanjay. I saw an Indian guy in the fucking tie, and I was like, oh, that's Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> But no, uh, that's so a little Colin bit on Devari, the racist side. I don't feel like a piece of shit for that. I'm not gonna lie. I apologize to Sanjay Dutt and Sean Davari. But yeah, so there's Davari in the ring, pushing Hebner. He deserves it. Diamond cutter, shoulders back, chest out. Yeah, crawl in the back, you little piece of shit. I could have booked DDP. I was offered recently to go work out with him at DDPY. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take him up on that. Shut the fuck up! God damn! This match is pretty good, but this commentary is atrocious. Yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Nobody does it better. Does he have fucking autism? <laughs> this is a fucking Make-A-Wish kid. Hey, all right, all right. I don't edit these. 
I don't edit the watch along part, so let's calm the fuck down. Look, I don't have anything wrong with that. You know, I, I got friends with autism, but fuck me, dude. It's like giving fucking McClure a fucking job on fucking commentary. I mean, God damn. From what I understand, somebody is. He had messaged me and said somebody he wanted to work on commentary with me one day, and I didn't have the heart to tell him, I don't know, brother. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Thomas McClure, what do you think? How am I supposed to pitch stuff to you? All right, like I said, I don't edit these. So let's do, let's try to keep the shit that might get me canceled to a fucking minimum. I don't care if you get canceled. Can you give me a troll? That boy gigged himself hard as fuck. The look when you come up from eating her out and she didn't tell you she was on her fucking period. Covered in pussy juice. No, that's blood, brother. What? Jesus H. I knew something tasted a little irony. I thought her pH was just a little off. Although everybody called the moonsault. All three of them. Nobody does it better. <laughs> yeah, that pissed me off. Y'all are going to hear it. I, like, I'll recite song lyrics on commentary every once in a while, but I'm not going to sing them. All right, so thanks. Far, <laughs> I don't know how that's helped us. All right, so looking for that that elbow. I don't know, went for the splash. That sucked. I thought you've watched this before. It's I haven't watched since it happened. It's been five years. What a horrible splash. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I don't remember that. I remember the finish. And the finish was really good. And you saw that look in Cody's eyes. Woo! Tap, motherfucker. I know I've seen so many referees not count whenever the other guy's shoulder goes down to the mats and subs like this, and I fucking hate that. Dude. Count. Count. God damn it. The positioning. And this is such a simple, the turnover and fucking what displaced the weight, like that figure four, that figure four spot, dude, you can milk minutes, several minutes out of a figure four spot if you want. How much damage was done? None, because that fucking move makes no sense to me. Have you ever been putting it? Because you, you can, you can hurt a motherfucker with a figure four. I had somebody put it on me, and I thought they were about to break my fucking ankle. What happened? Did the, I guess one of the cameras cut off. I don't think it makes that much fucking difference. 13 pounds? Are you shitting me? And you want to sit here and tell me that Davy Boy didn't gas up to like 280 at some point? Fuck, fucking point? Shut up. This is the worst fuck commentary I've ever heard. 
It's not hurt awesome. myself. I fucking hurt myself through commentary. So, <laughs> well, the problem is, is you've got you've got two play-by-play guys and a color who is just not great. You can, if if you're a play-by-play and you're sitting down with another play-by-play, one of you better learn how to do fucking color. That's the story of me and Carmen in New South. I hadn't done color since my first year in the business. I started working with Carmen. He's a lead. I'm not stepping on his toes. So I had to reteach myself how to be a color. But that's just part of the fucking game, dude. And Excalibur will never deviate. Ever. Riccoboni does Riccoboni does a solid job. Riccoboni will have moments. There's a moments in every match where he'll say some shit that'll irritate the fuck out of me. But for the most part, I really do like Riccoboni. Alabama Slam doesn't get it. And you see all of that punishment that he endured on his lower back. Now probably gonna his wife's back is probably gonna endorse some punishment after this match. And Brent, you mentioned the weight advantage will really sing when that's coming into play. Trying again here. Does he have enough in that lower back? That core. Muscle through it, Cody. Alabama slam. Homage to the first man he held tag team titles with. A lot of throwbacks in this match. I love a match with some good throwbacks. You can see exhaustion just all over his face. I think that might be the aforementioned adrenaline dump. Cody needs to dig deep. I took an adrenaline field dump earlier today. Oh, yeah? How was that? It was tough. Was it one of the ones you felt better afterwards or what? I felt worse. Oh, I hate those. Aldis had it scouted, ducked under, picks him up. I like the snap on the power bomb. Yeah, that looked good. Turn it over, Boston Crab. Oh no, he does the Kings and Clovers leave. Mm-hmm. I love whenever uh I love whenever Samoa Joe does it. Power bomb into the Boston Crab immediately. Out on the two count. I love that. I love everything Samoa Joe does, but have you seen him play uh fucking Sweet Tooth? Yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes. I like it. Nah, uh, watched the whole season, bro. Whole season. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know he's not voicing him, but yeah, it's Will just, Arnett. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, what a good show. No, he. I I've, I watched the first two episodes, and I really like Joe as Sweet Tooth. Like that would scare the shit out of me. You're here for the show. <laughs> he does. He does a really good job. His body language is so his body good. language is fucking perfect. It's man. so good. But speaking of all in, speaking of Wembley coming up, which is why we're we're watching all in 2018. Samoan Joe is wrestling CM Punk at Wembley. What do you think about that? Did you see that terrible? Fucking GTS that he put yeah. on Samoa Joe. Yeah, when he was dressed up as the golden fucking whatever Every, the fuck. Everybody was, yeah. everybody was like, oh. You, well, well, it was just impressive that he could put Samoa Joe on his shoulders. If you can't safely do the move. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. That's the rules, yeah. I don't know why he's not just using the Anaconda Vice as his finish. He can't do the GTS anymore. Yeah, just he's use the Anaconda Vice. Do something else. Yeah. But. If you can't pick somebody up, Samoa Joe's to what, 275, 300? In that realm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to hurt him or hurt yourself. Yeah. No, you don't no, see Jeff sure. Hardy trying to do a whisper in the wind that much anymore. He took every bit of that for Curry. Yeah, yeah he landed on his back, bro. Yeah, you, well, you see, he also closed his legs yeah, under Cody's he ate head. The shit out of that, dude. Yeah. That's a brother move. I love that. 
no, not many people will even take a fucking pile driver anymore, especially on the indies. They won't do it. Yeah, I mean, well, the fuck, dude. I mean, it's how many people on the indies aren't trained to fucking exactly. It's one of those things that, like, if 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 the guy you're working, if the guy that wants to do it is a trained wrestler, they can take care of it. The pile driver can be a very safe spot. If you fuck around, that's one of the ones that's the easiest to fuck up. But I had a conversation with a wrestler uh, not too long ago who said that he loves taking pile drivers. And he was like, everybody that doesn't want to is fucking pussy. He's like, it doesn't hurt. And I was like, it hurts if you get a motherfucker that doesn't know how to do it, right? It hurts when you break your fucking neck. Ooh, elbow right on to Brandy. She's thinking, damn, this is going to be a good fucking payday. That's what she's thinking, dude. What are you talking about? You're all watching the fucking monitors, Rickabani. What are you talking about? Cover. You got a better look than me. Are you guys not watching the monitors, you assholes? Jesus fucking Christ. Damn, he got a good bit of that, too. It's a good elbow. I think we're getting I think we're getting close to the go home right here. It's been a long match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 almost at the go home. Missed. He caught it. Well, he tapped his shoulder. Everybody's standing up for that. I love to see that. Everybody stands up at every indie show if you don't put chairs out. <laughs> the whole crowd was on their feet, baby. There were no chairs. I mean, I, I think there's been times where Carmen has said that at New South. Everybody's standing, and I'm like, we only had two rows of seats. <laughs> Wiping the blood out of his eyes. He knows this match needs to continue. He needs all of his senses. If he what do you mean he knows the match needs to continue? He's wrestling in it. Yes, he needs to win it. Jesus Christ. Such a dumb call. I, 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 I get so critical of wrestlers' calls, but I'll... Look, I say so much dumb shit on commentary. Don't act like I don't. And I'll be the first person to tear myself apart. Going for the vertebraker. His variation... Of the vertebraker. Oh, look at all this though. His weight. And that oh his fire counter. Oh, wait a minute, all this. Crossroads countered by Cody. All this rolls through. Cody. Hammer throw into the ropes. Ducks down. Sunset flip. No. Cody has got the I love the silence from everybody initially. Ring announcer doesn't say shit. Commentary doesn't say shit. Everybody just stands there for a minute. Bask in it. Cody, Cody, Cody. I'm getting the feeling like 
seeing it now, obviously I haven't seen this since it happened five years ago. Since then, in the last three years, I've been in the wrestling business. Everybody's everybody being quiet here makes me wonder if they kayfabe everybody. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they kayfabe production and they were like, who's gonna win the match? That's between me and Nick. We'll figure it out. I wonder. That music wasn't queued up, you know. Here we go now. <clears throat> Cody got the belt, of course, drops it back to Aldous at NWA 70. 70, I think. Yeah. NWA 70 drops belt. it back. He got the he got the bitch. You know, living the dream. Now he's back in the Fed. That's one Making of the top more guys. money than he knows what to do with. Got that sweet piece of fucking Hershey's chocolate. Bro, I, I dude, I met I met the two of them in person at a meet and greet one time, and dude, like like I was almost fucking tongue tied standing in front of Brandy Rose. She's so fucking pretty. And that is the nicest way I could possibly put it. Trust me, there's some more. Some more things I'd like to say, but very, very pretty. She's got the most of the love shows breasts he's ever seen. It's pretty fucking sweet. All right. So all right, there it is. What did you uh and obviously there were some some ups and downs in that match? It wasn't a perfect match, but that's kind of what I like about it. I like that it was rough around the edges. It it's it is very indie, and there is a lot of indie in that, but that match I think was a was was very old school in a lot of ways. What was your takeaway? I liked it. No flips, you know. There wasn't all the fuck. There's there there was no none of that, you know. Five hundred fucking high spots and twenty thousand fucking false finishes. It was a very old school NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. I mean, that's yeah. what it was. It was the two fucking heavyweights, you know, two of the top guys in the world just beating this piss out of each other for the big gold belt. That's what it needed to be. Yeah, there was some fucking misses. The commentary sucked. But the match did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, you know, and I and I, I I'd, I'd give it you know seven out of ten. Yeah, I I've, I'm I'm up there. I'm up there with you. Yeah, I'd say I I probably know? give it the same thing. A B plus. Yeah, I like that match a lot. Um, yeah, there's definitely things we can pick apart. Commentary. Look, as a commentator, one of my favorite things is just to pick apart what other commentators say because I do it to me. If you think that like I don't watch some of my shit back every once in a while with my wife next to me and then just fucking bury some of the dumb shit that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I definitely fucking do. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, as far as look, like we said, it looks like it, you, you, you mentioned this during the video package. It just looks like a massive indie show. Yeah, that was the goal. And, and I love that. I think they accomplished it very, very well. And, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that I hope they have a successful show. This weekend, at the time that this uh, this comes out, the Wembley show will have been the day before. So hopefully, it's a good show. You know, they've got a lot of big names that are going to be out there. Like we just we talked about during that, we got CM Punk's going to wrestle Samoan Joe for the umpteenth dozen time. I hate that CM Punk is going to get a second win over Joe because that's been the whole story. Is Punk was never able to beat Joe, then he beat him on collision. Now we got this, and I'm fucking pissed. Um, but yeah, there's going to be there's going to be some neat shit. I'm really looking forward to Adam Cole and MJF. As far as everything else that's going on story-wise, because if there is a critique for AEW, they don't tell a lot of stories. A lot out of the stuff that is going on story-wise, I'm very interested in what's been going on between Darby Allen and Swerve Strickland, but like the best shit is Adam Cole and MJF. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to that, that main event match. Um, predictions, real quick, just for that match. 
Uh, Adam Cole versus MJF. MJF has the title right now. What do you think happens at Wembley? I don't fucking know. To be honest, I, I, I haven't kept up with it. Well, I know you're a big MJF. fan of MJF. You're a fan of Adam Cole. Who do you think, just just off the top of your head, do you think MJF continues to be the champion, or do you think we get a new champion? If Tony Khan's smart, he keeps it on MJF for a little while longer. Think so? I mean, to me, Adam Cole's not going to move the fucking needle the way MJF will. MJF could go off and make one fucking rant, and every, next thing you know, fucking Twitter in the morning is going to have AEW every fucking where. Adam Cole's just not that guy, in my opinion. I mean, he's a great worker. I'm not thinking anything. Yeah. No, no, I no, no I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And 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 where we're, we're with what they're trying to do, he's not that guy. And I've never really right thought of him now. as a leader. Like like no. my favorite version of Adam Cole was when he was in the Bullet Club, and he was not a leader. Um, yeah. But so how they have it set up right now, it looks like there's a possibility of a double turn. It's looking like MJF because MJF has been leaning pretty babyface because him and Adam Cole have had like kind of a bromance thing going on, and uh, it looks like MJF it might turn full babyface and Adam Cole might turn full heel on him. Yeah, and I really hope that happens. There's been some 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 red herrings here and there and some stuff that's definitely definitely leads us to believe we could have a Brett versus Austin at Mania 13 kind of thing, and I I really hope we get that. But, uh, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Um, I have got September 2nd. I will be in Florence, Alabama once again with New South. We've got our big, uh, our big For the Fan show that we've been talking about. Labor of Love, I think is what we're calling it. And all the tickets are $15. That's front row. That's everything. So if you want to go check out a New South show and you're going to be in and around Florence, Alabama, highly recommend doing that one. Uh, outside of that, I've got a bunch of stuff coming up that I – can't really talk about just yet, but hopefully here in the next few coming weeks I can. But uh, Big Mike, staying busy, selling houses, helping people buy houses, doing your fucking thing. And uh, if you would like to follow us on social media, at Sweet Sexy Rob, at Big Mike Sells. If you would like to support the show, a couple of ways you can do that. You can either pick up one of my t-shirts over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers, or you can go over to Collar and Elbow Dot com and pick up any shirt you would like. Use the promo code HEAT at checkout to save a couple of bucks. And Mike, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Uh, interest rates are temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. Amen to that. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. <laughs>